This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Hello and welcome to this edition of Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals. On today's show, I'm very happy to have DJ Haddad. He's the CEO of the award-winning Fairfield-based creative and digital marketing agency, Haddad and Partners. Now, DJ, uh, during the past two months, a lot of companies have put their uh, marketing and their advertising and their creative outreach efforts on hold. Uh, I would assume this is a good time for them to get started, but how does a company get back into the swing of advertising and marketing if they've uh, put their efforts on hold for up to eight weeks? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, we've seen a lot of our clients um, we kind of have a mix of clients where some of them have just put a lot of things on hold uh, and we're starting to see that kind of trickle back a little bit. But then we also have another, uh, a, a lot of, a lot of our clients that have put in things on hold and really just shifted priorities. So they've kind of changed strategies uh, and, you know, rather than just put the projects completely on hold, they've just sort of changed strategies. They're writing new briefs and we're just starting to see those kind of come in now, like, you know, how they're going to react to, uh, you know, this whole crisis. So, uh, it, it's been sort of a mix of those two scenarios for us. Do you think it was uh, the right thing for a lot of companies to put their marketing and advertising on hold? Uh, did it send the message that, uh, things were not where they should be and the companies were in peril? Uh, I think it sort of depends on the industry and, uh, you know, the clients that we have that we've seen, I, I think they've done it intelligently and it, and it sort of made sense. Um, you know, we have technical companies that, uh, you know, just, you know, changed priorities and they sort of, you know, reshifted their strategies to address this. Uh, you know, we have uh, a grocery store chain that, um, you know, it was really out of necessity. They put things on hold, you know, because they've just been so swamped actually working in the stores. They put their marketing managers on staff there and, um, you know, they're trying to address it in another way. Uh, we do a lot of work for uh, totalwine.com and, you know, their strategies changed completely just to address everything. So I, I, it's kind of been, you know, on a case by case basis, I, it, it sort of made sense from what I've seen. How should companies uh, get back into the marketing swing of things? Should they go full throttle or should this be something that's done on a gradual basis? Uh, we've seen our clients sort of take different approaches to it. The one thing that I've seen that works best is uh, I, I, you know, I think that the landscapes just change completely. I, I don't think they can just jump in as it was before and just, you know, hit the switch back on and jump in. Uh, I, I think the smart companies that we've seen have really um, had a thoughtful approach to this and they're, you know, changing their strategy. You know, how, how do they, uh, how do, you know, they address their customers in this time of need? Uh, I think they have to be a little more sensitive towards this. So, you know, their tone of voice has changed. I think they're engaging the community a little bit more. Uh, so I don't think it's a case of just turning the switch back on and jumping back into it. I, I think, you know, their you know, strategies have to change completely during all this, uh, which is what we're seeing. And that just by nature is a gradual approach. So uh, I, I do think it's more of a gradual thing, the way they, they jump back into, you know, their, their marketing plans. 
Well, I'm old enough to remember a few economic turndowns in the past, and I always recall that when that happens, uh, marketing agencies and ad agencies are often the first to uh, be let go by their clients. What is the argument you can make to companies that that's the worst possible strategy to do when the economy is heading south? Uh, so, I, you know, the reason why I think it is a bad idea is, uh, you know, I, I think it makes sense to use your ad agency, you know, to communicate it during this time. Uh, I've seen, you know, we've been fortunate uh, with our clients where that hasn't been the case, but I have friends who work at agencies where um, their clients sort of panicked and just let their agencies go right off the bat. And then there's really no mechanism for communicating their strategy, you know, to their customers. Uh, so, you know, I think it makes sense to, you know, engage your advertising agency, sort of help craft that message. Uh, you know, we spend a lot of time within the first couple of weeks just working with our clients, you know, working on emails, you know, how, how do they talk to their customers and let them know, you know, what their approach is and how things are changing. So I think there is a whole communication strategy that needs to take place. And if you just sort of cut your agency, you're, you're kind of missing out on that, that the mechanism to do that. Uh, so, you know, I think the approach needs to change and, you know, an ad agency can help kind of work through the strategy on, you know, how to talk to your customers during this time. What are the best marketing vehicles at this time? It seems like everybody's on social media and it's very difficult for messages to uh, get filtered out through all of the clutter. Is that still the best way to go? Or do you recommend broadcast or even old fashioned print advertising? I think it kind of has to be done on a case by case basis. I mean, um, you know, we're actually seeing some of our clients, I, I mean, yes, you know, uh, you know, everybody's online right now, everybody's, you know, sort of at home with nothing to do. So if you're, if you're looking for eyeballs, I mean, yes, that is the place. However, it's a tough time on social media. We're seeing a lot of pushback, you know, with some of our clients, um, you know, who, you know, maybe went in a little too heavy and didn't change their messaging, uh, you know, customers perceive them as insensitive for, you know, jumping back in a little too quick. So, you know, even our, even though the eyeballs are on social media right now, a lot of our clients are just sort of, you know, taking a little easy and going slow into that. So they're not just, it's not a case of just taking budget, you know, from one channel and moving it over to another channel and, and uh, you know, ha having it be that easy. Um, you know, we've, we've kind of seen almost a little pushback on social media for people, you know, appearing to be, you know, clients appearing to be a little too insensitive, jumping in a little too quickly or not changing their, their message, uh, you know, to, to accommodate this new sensitivity. Um, so I, I don't think it's a case of jumping right back in or, or changing different channels. Um, How has your company been holding up during social and they're online? Yeah, exactly. So I, I just think, uh, I, I think, you know, going a little slowly into, into maybe, um, you know, a social media channel is probably the best tactic. Okay. How has your company been holding up over these past eight weeks, DJ? Uh, you know, we've, we've been probably better off than most agencies. Um, you know, we, we've always been in, uh, you know, a remote agency. We have a small office in Fairfield, but we have, you know, offices scattered all over the globe and all our employees are scattered all over too. So um, there's about, you know, 68 of us, uh, you know, so, you know, we're, we're kind of used to this environment of working from home. I mean, it's a, it's a little different having kids here. 
but you know for the most part we are able to jump uh you know kind of right into this environment and uh it, it's actually helped us with a lot of our clients um you know a lot of our clients they did do a lot of work internally with their internal agencies and you know they were a little slower to adapt where you know we were able to kind of pick up a lot of that work pretty quickly being a remote agency uh so you know in that respect we've, we've been okay um you know, a lot of our clients have put work on hold, um, you know, or, or, or sort of, like I said, shifted strategies. So we're waiting for that to pick back up. So there's definitely been a little bit of an impact, but, um, you know, as far as agencies go, it could be, it could be far worse. Well, the last time I spoke with you, DJ, was for a December edition of the Fairfield County Business Journal. And we were discussing 321 Ignition, which is another endeavor of yours, which you described as sort of a website template for car dealerships with a suite of marketing tools behind it. And this is a particular interest to me because I have friends who are car salesmen and they're having a pretty rough time now here in Connecticut, at least uh, a lot of the sales dealerships are closed and you have to do your shopping online. How have the 321 Ignition clients been holding up during this period? Yeah, uh, you know, the, the, the dealership industry has been a tough one. Uh, you know, a lot of the dealerships are closed, um, <clears throat> you know, so they've been hurting. Um, you know, to be honest, though, with 321, uh, it, it's actually been a good opportunity to, uh, we've actually gained a lot of new clients within the past couple months, I think, because of that slowdown. Um, you know, before, uh, you know, dealerships, you know, didn't have time to really stop and think about their website. Um, you know, so crazy and busy on a day-to-day -day basis that there was really no time to stop and think about it. Uh, whereas, you know, we've probably picked up another, you know, six, seven or eight clients just within the past two months, just because dealerships are finally, um, you know, it's a temporary lull. It's going to pick back up. So, um, you know, these uh, dealership owners have had time to stop and think and, you know, look at their website and say, okay, well, you know, I've never been really happy with what I've had and I've never had time to sort of change it. So, you know, what platforms are, are out there, you know, and, and so, you know, it's kind of been a, a, a good time at 321 to sort of, um, you know, uh, pick up some new clients and, you know, the conversation about digital retailing is just huge right now. So, uh, and we're kind of at the top of that conversation and, you know, mobile first, uh, you know, website platform. So uh, it, it's actually been a, a good opportunity for us. You there, Phil? I think you're on mute. Oh, sorry about that. I still haven't figured out Zoom in a lot of ways. Uh, my apologies. Um, going forward, where do you see the uh, state of the marketing industry after the pandemic's behind us? I think moving forward, I, you know, I do think, uh, I do think it's going to pick up and, uh, uh, you know, probably ramp up pretty quickly. Uh, like we talked about, I think marketing channels are going to change a little bit. Uh, you know, I think, you know, all the, the event marketing and conferences and uh, I think a lot of that uh, is, is going to be put on hold for a while. Uh, you know, I think more virtual experiences, augmented reality. Um, I think those are going to be big. We're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of clients we have where, you know, they were pretty dependent upon their event strategies. Um, 
you know, are moving to more virtual meetings and we're doing, uh, you know, online games or experiences to sort of engage those, uh, you know, more of a remote audience. Uh, so I think the channels are going to change uh, temporarily, um, you know, but I, 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 I see it picking back up. And even now I'm starting to see sort of signs of, you know, new briefs are coming in. It's really just the strategies are changing a little bit. Well, uh, obviously my expertise at Zoom has uh, been cruelly exposed as being minimal, but um, using this platform though, a lot of people haven't used Zoom before this crisis began. I'm obviously one of them. Where do you see Zoom fitting into a company's marketing strategy? That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've seen it anywhere be part of a marketing strategy, at least with any of our existing clients. Um, I, I don't know if I've seen any of that yet. We have seen um, some streaming webinar webinars kind of pick up uh, a little bit more. Um, you know, some of the events early on when this first happened, you know, we had a couple events that we were all set to shoot um, and they, you know, quickly we had to pivot and turn it into more of a webinar uh, conference. We weren't, I forget what platform we were using. It wasn't Zoom. Um, but we've seen teams kind of uh, be used a lot in some, some marketing, uh, you know, tools, but uh, I, I haven't seen Zoom per se um, being used as a, as a marketing channel, but I suppose it could be. Well, who knows? Someday we might uh, turn on to Zoom and there would be a whole bunch of um, advertisements in the, uh, the corner or the left-hand side of the screen, the way they, we have that on uh, social media pages and our email pages. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, for sure. <laughs> well, DJ, uh, if people wanted to continue this conversation with you, what's the best way they can get in touch with you? Yeah, I'm uh, you know, happy to answer questions. Um, you know, uh, hatadampartners.com is our, our website URL, and then... Um, you know, the dealership uh, uh, website platform at 321ignition.com. I, I could be reached there as well. Excellent. We've been speaking with DJ Haddad, who is CEO of the Fairfield-based agency, Haddad & Partners. Thank you so much for being on this edition of the Westfair Business Buzz. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz. 